0: Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. What an awesome God we serve. Amen? Amen. Anybody love Jesus today? Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, um, Honorbound has extended the, the uh, early bird deadline to this week. So I have room for two more guys to go. If there's two guys that want to go, let me know. And give me some money today and we'll get you in, all right? All right? Any guys here? Just a few? I love the men of the power place. God's doing some amazing things among us and uh, just thrilled about that. So this poor country pastor was livid when he uh, confronted his wife with the receipt for a $250 dress that she'd bought. How could you do this, he exclaimed. She said, I I don't know. I was just standing in the store looking at the dress, and then I found myself trying it on. It was like the devil was whispering to me, you look great in that dress. You should buy it. He said, look, you know how to deal with the devil. Just tell him, get behind me, Satan. She said, I did, but he said, looks great from back here too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think some of you have been there, huh? Yeah. Christy had the the, uh, privilege of ministering to some of the minister's wives of the Pennsylvania-Delaware district this past weekend. God is using her to preach through her pain and to share... The faithfulness of God in the midst, even though, you know. And thank you, Lauren, for sharing this morning. Uh, What a powerful testimony. And I want to hear the fullness of it someday. Because you're just in the beginning of what God's doing. Great to have Lorraine and Penny and Lily back from India. I haven't heard the full story yet, but God has done amazing things through these ladies as they ministered in India to a thousand or so. I don't know. Lots. Many. And uh, God wants to use you no matter where you're at. He Wants to take you places you've never been before. He wants to take you out on the water and say, come on, walk with me. And that's a scary place to be. It's, it's how we started this church. God said, come, start, and boom, we did. And it was, and still is, I think, sometimes the, the uh, scariest thing we've, we've ever done. Um, everything God's called me to do, I've, I've just said yes, not knowing the fullness of all the details, but just willing to do what he asked me to do. I think you gotta get there. You gotta get there in your life. No matter what you're doing, no matter who you are. And sometimes for, for some of us it's just a, a simple yes to a simple request. And if we don't do that step, then the next big step's not gonna come because he wants to make sure that we're gonna say yes every step. Does that make sense? And uh excited about what God's doing, uh, Elijah and Ashley and the huge step they're taking uh, Just, I'm excited to share with you also today that uh, we have hired a new student ministries pastor yeah um, God brought us a young man Dustin Smith and he was here last Sunday just to look at us and we were looking at him and spent the entire weekend just uh, praying and, and grilling and, and dreaming and crying and, and God's, uh, God's knit us together. And so let's see where God takes all of us, amen? amen. We're in a series entitled back to, back to School, Back to Work, Back to Schedules, Back to Normality, Back to Life. And, and I would just say also back to yes. I just want to say yes. Lord, I, I don't even know what the question is, but I want to say yes. I'm going to say yes before you ask. Because whatever you ask, I'm in. And many of us, you know, September's that month where we, everything changes, we go back to normal, whatever that is. Kids are back in school, schedules start to shift again, summer vacations are over, Uh, practices happen, and everybody's settling into a new routine until summer comes around again next year, and then everything goes crazy, right? Um, but setting up a new routine, we've said this, isn't just about schedules. It's about setting up some new habits, some new priorities that will benefit us and enrich our lives. So we've been talking about some of the big rocks, the things that are priorities, things that we need to get in place, because if you don't get the big rocks in your jar first, all the other stuff is going to take its place, and you won't get them in at all. And so we've talked about the Word of God being a big rock. I mean, isn't it incredible how, how God speaks to us through His Word? Talked about the Word of God in prayer, and, and it, I don't know if you have a smartphone or not. Mine's most, most of the time it's smart. I, there are times when I'm like, really? You're not that smart. Siri's not that smart sometimes. I'll say something to her, she's like, home? I don't know what you're saying, and I'm like, and I repeat it, you know, and, and it makes total sense, and she just makes up her own thing. I'm like, no, but, but one of the things I love about uh, the phone is, is the fact that I can, I have downloaded on my phone the YouVersion Bible app, and I hope you've gotten a chance to do that as well. If you don't, it's free, Life Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Tulsa, right? Yeah, where they're in Oklahoma. But Life Church has created this app and you can get all these versions. You can get all these free reading plans. I think I've I've read like eighty-seven reading plans so far. And so I just early in the morning, Lord, you're gonna hear my voice. I'm gonna talk to you. You're gonna talk to me through your word. And so it it's been interesting to me. And then we've got the whole life journal thing that that has this reading plan, and we're all working through that. You can pick up a life journal at the the desk out there. But it's been interesting to me that through every season of my life, God has spoken to me through the reading plans that I'm working through. Even, Even on the YouVersion Bible app, you get a scripture of the day, right? pops up first thing whenever you open the app. Scripture of the day, verse of the day. And, and God is even speaking to me through those. I don't know who's putting those on there. But, and you're sitting there going, how did you know? How'd you know what I'm going through? And he's God. And his word always speaks to us if we're willing to listen. And so as we allow him to speak to us, it's incredible. Just yesterday I was reading... Uh, Psalm 84, which is in our life journal. Psalm 84, verse 5, jumped out to me, 5, 6, and 7. What joy for those whose strength comes from the Lord. And I don't know if you've ever been to a point where you kind of lost your joy. I'm the only one, right? (laughs) Pastor, you've lost your joy? How many times? More times than I care to think. And then I remind myself the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yeah. Gotta have his joy. Yeah. And and the psalmist says, What joy for those whose strength comes from the Lord, who have set their minds on a pilgrimage to Jerusalem. Jerusalem was where the temple of God was. That's where they went to worship God. And so they set their minds. I'm headed to be with God. Nothing's going to change my mind. I I made up my mind a long time ago. It doesn't matter what the weather is. I'm going to go meet with God. It doesn't matter what's going on in my life. I'm going to spend time in God's presence. I'm going to get together with the family of God. And so he says, what joy for those whose strength comes from the Lord who has set their minds on a pilgrimage to Jerusalem. And it is a pilgrimage. It's a journey. when they walk through the Valley of Weeping, it will become a place of refreshing springs. The autumn rains will clothe it with blessings. They will continue to grow stronger, and each of them will appear before God in Jerusalem. And yesterday, I needed that. And God spoke to me and said, even in the midst of this valley of weeping, you're going to find strength. You're going to find my joy. You're going to find a place where I lift you up and, and what's going on is not going to weaken you. It's going to make you stronger than you've ever been before. It's going to make you stronger. It's going to make you more capable, able to handle what's coming next because there's always something coming next. <laughs> if you've been around a while, you understand something's coming next. We walk through the valley of weeping, and everyone goes through it. It'll become a place of refreshing springs, blessings, strength. Hallelujah. What comfort there is in joy in the Word of God. It brings us new comfort, new, new strength every day. So recalibrate your thinking. Recalibrate your talking. Start talking the way the Word of God says to talk. Fix your mind on things above. Fix your thoughts on godly things. Things that are right, pure, honest, lovely, admirable, trustworthy. Think about the good stuff. Recalibrate your living. Bring your life under the authority of God's truth. And it's easy to get out from that, right? To get off kilter. Okay, I'm the only one. I get it. I, I get it. I'm, I'm the weird one here that gets off. And I do. And and yet I think maybe some of us do as well. I got one over here. I got a couple in the back. And, and I have... Just like the psalmist David said, bless the Lord, O my soul. All that is within me, bless his holy name. Come on, do something right. Go, go get yourself in alignment with who God is. Put him in his rightful place. Bless his holy name. Because this too shall pass. Amen. One of my favorite scriptures, and it came to pass. Hallelujah. So align yourself with the truth of God's word. We've also decided we're going to pray first. Somebody say pray first. first. Instead of acting first, we're going to pray first. In every situation, we're going to pray the details. And remember that the Lord is on our side. Amen? Amen? He has plans for us. He has hope and a future and prosperity for us. And we will pray the details and give everything to him and allow his peace to cover us. So we're going to go back to the Word. We're going to go back to prayer. And and last Sunday we, we made a declaration, and I just want to share it with you again today. I will commit to pray first. Say that with me. I will commit to pray first in every situation or circumstance. I will not be swayed by what I think. I will take every thought captive to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. I will put first things first, the word of God and prayer. I will not worry about anything, but I will pray about everything. I will pray the details and allow his peace to flood my heart and mind. I will fix my thoughts on him and on his ultimate plans for me. He has plans to bless me and not harm me. He has plans for a hope and a future for me. He's a good God and He loves me. God's not mad at me. And I love Him. I know He is faithful. And I will remind myself each and every morning of His unfailing love and His faithfulness. Because I, because I am a favored a child, of God, a child of God, the King. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's who we are. We're going to declare it. We're going to live it. I'm getting back to it. We'll put it up at the priority top of the list. Back to the Word of God, back to prayer. And today I want to talk to you about back to community. Somebody say community. We really do need each other. Look at your neighbor and say, I need you. And you need me. Like it or not, it's true. We need each other. Today, we're reaching out to our community in a huge way. With Orange Square Fest, you can get excited. Going to be going to be epic. It's going to be one of those great days, and and I'm asking you to just show up and be Jesus with skin on. Bring somebody, you know, invite as many people as you can. In fact, there's some flyers out here on the table. There's some invite cards still, and it's not too late. Just pass them out everywhere you go and say, hey we got a big thing going on. Come have fun. And then we're just going to show up and just be Jesus with skin on. We're just going to bring the love and the laughter of Jesus. All right? And God's going to do what what he does. We'll do what we can do, and he does what he does. So we're reaching out to our community today, but, but that's not the community I'm talking about. We need community. We need to belong. We need each other on this journey. And I use this illustration all the time, but you take a hot coal from off a fire and you set it aside by itself. How long does the fire in that coal last? It'll last a while. It, it'll, it'll keep its heat for a while. and And yet, if it's isolated from the fire, if it's set apart beside the fire, not in the fire, it just doesn't stay hot. I uh, I have a vice, I'd like to confess. what is it about these things? It's the devil. It's the devil. It, it's the devil. And he's standing on my shoulder saying, go order some more. Those are really good. I, I found out something yesterday as I ordered my, my uh, fries. I said, I was in the drive-thru and I said, she uh, said, so what would you like to order? I said, uh, medium fry, if they're fresh. And she said, Medium fry, well done. Okay, I don't, I've never heard that before. So, just so you know, well done is good. At the moment, I wasn't sure. When I got to the next window, I'm thinking, Well done, what is, are they gonna overcook the fries and they're gonna be like burned? Well done? Or is it, Well done, good and faithful servant? <laughs> I got this order of fries, and they were magnificent. (laughs) Perfect. I mean, everyone was hot. and, And you know why I'm talking about this, because the key to keeping French fries hot is to keep them all in the container. If you dump them out on your tray, which it's fine if you do that, but I'm just telling you, they'll get cold quicker. And then they won't taste near as well. So you want to keep all your fries in there together. Just a little secret from Pastor Greg. Just, I'm trying to bless you, okay? And, and the same goes for us as believers. God places us in, in a family, in a body, and in a church. And if we'll stay near one another, get close, and and not pull ourselves away, we'll find ourselves staying hot, fresh. And the reality is the enemy of your soul wants to separate you from the pack, wants to get you away from the hot, of the fire, wants to pull you out of the McDonald's fry package, make you ineffective, get you cold, get you separated so he can pick you off easily. Amen. That's right. That's right. And it's, it's, it's such a thing that we all know, and yet we fall for it all the time. Because he'll whisper in your ear, you know, you don't even like these people. Get away. Just go hide yourself somewhere. Go, go hang out with somebody else. And if you're being pulled away from the body of Christ, you've got to know that's the devil. Amen. Okay? That's not the Spirit of God saying, go separate yourself forever. Because he doesn't go against his word, and his word is all about together. It's all about one another. Y'all have seen the, the YouTube videos of the lions. and They're always attacking the one on the edge, right? The, the, the small, the one who has wandered away from the pack. And I believe God has, has given us a clear warning to stay near, to get close. Stay with those who can fight for you, those who've got your back. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 12 says a person standing alone can be attacked and defeated. But two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. We need each other. We need people who've got our back. People who will stand back to back with us and and not allow the enemy to pick us off. People who will bind their lives around our lives and give us strength when we don't have it. Because sometimes we get weak. Sometimes we need somebody else speaking into us. Sometimes we need somebody else praying for us. Sometimes we need somebody else encouraging us and and saying, come on, you can do this. Go on, come on, stand up, stand up. You can do this. You got this. You got to have somebody fighting for you. Life change happens in relationships. When you come to know God, the next step is to find freedom. And finding freedom happens in relationships. Because you cannot become what God has intended for you all by yourself. You can't become what God intended by yourself. Amen. You can't become what God intended by yourself. You just can't. Scripture's all about we, us, one another. You can't become what God intended by yourself. We all have this need to experience community, to belong so we can become. We all have a need a need to have a safe place to settle our yesterdays so we can take the next step in our journey with the Lord. We all need a place of safety to find out that the awful fire we thought would harm us is actually being used by God to redeem us and refine us. We need somebody speaking into us saying, you know, this, is, this stinks right now, but I believe God is using this to refine you. And he's restoring, he's, he's bringing back what the enemy has stolen from you. He, he's restoring the years that the cankerworm has eaten. He's restoring those years that the locust has tried to devour and eat away and destroy your relationships. And, and sometimes we need somebody else with an outside perspective who's close to us to speak into us and say, Look, God's working. Hang in there. Don't give up. Hebrews talks about this great cloud of witnesses surrounding us and cheering us on. Sometimes there's this cloud of witnesses around us who we can physically see and touch. We need to stay close. All this happens in relationship. First of all, relationship with God and then relationship with his family. James 5 says in verse 16, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed so that you can find freedom. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. Amen. We all need to be healed of our yesterdays. We all got junk. Go ahead, tell your neighbor, you got junk. junk. I got junk. junk. (laughs) If you knew my junk, all of it, ooh, you'd run. But we're not running. We're not running. We're gonna help each other get healed from our yesterdays. Hallelujah. We're going to walk together. We're going to pray together. We're going to believe together. We're going to confess some stuff and say, look, here's what I'm going through, and it's not, it's not pretty, but I don't want to stay here. I want to be healed from my yesterdays. I want to walk out of this. I want to be freed from this prison. I want to find the freedom that God has promised me, and we do that with each other. And you're only going to do that if you know somebody. Because when you hang out with somebody long enough, all the other, you know, the the peripheral stuff, yeah, how about the Phillies? What about those Eagles? They won two games already. What? Are you kidding me? You know, and, and those things are good, but all of a sudden, you hang out long enough, things go a little deeper. Start talking about your... Relationships that aren't going so well. The job that stinks right now and the health issues that have come your way. And, and all of a sudden you got somebody praying for you. So hey, I'm lifting you up, man. Don't don't give up. Hang in there. God's got this. If you'll just stay near him, stay in the package. We all need to be healed of our yesterdays. We all have a need to be needed and known. You need me and I need you. The closer we get to each other, the more comfortable we'll be in confessing our sins and being healed. So we can settle our yesterdays. And the Christian life isn't about events. It's about a process. I I love the event. Okay, I'll I'll be honest. I'd I'd love it. If, if God just reached out and touched me and I fell down and he did spiritual surgery and I got up and I was, I'll never be the same again. Oh, no, no, no. I'll never be the same again. Oh, no, 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 no. Since my life has changed, I am not the same. I'll never be the same again. And and that would be a beautiful thing. And sometimes that happens. Sometimes there's an event that changes everything. You never drink again. You never smoke again. You never curse again. You, you, everything just all of a sudden changes. And you're like, wow. And then you get out of that event and the process starts. <laughs> I thought it was all going to be easy from there. <laughs> and now i got to walk through some stuff. i got to go through the process. God's always working all things together, but it's a process. It's a process to become all that God designed us to be. It's a journey. And it's a journey together with other people headed in the same direction. Acts chapter 2 writes, uh, Luke's talking about the early church, and it says in verse 46, day by day, continuing with one mind in the temple and breaking bread from house to house. They were taking their meals together with gladness and sincerity of heart, praising God and, and having favor with all the people, and the Lord was adding to their number day by day those who were being saved. God has given each of us a special place in his church. All kinds of wonderful things happen when you become a believer, when you become part of the body of Christ. Amen? I mean, your status with God changes from enemy to child. Really? Yeah. Your future changes from condemned to saved. Your spiritual appearance changes from filthy to glorious in God's eyes. You go from disconnected to connected to the greatest family on earth. You acquire an enormous number of new friends and family members. And as you're connected to Christ, you're automatically connected to his brothers and sisters. That's amazing. As part of the church, the power place, you have a network of people to worship with, pray with, serve with, laugh with, grow with, and learn with. And through this church, you can be an important encourager of other strugglers. And you can let people minister to you. You're connected to the body of Christ. and a body functions best when all of the parts of the body do their thing well. Disconnected parts don't do so well. I killed a daddy long leg this week. I know, scary moment. It's like... And Allie's like, Dad, go wash your hands right now. I'm like, Allie, it's a, it's a little bug. She said, don't you dare touch anchor with that hand. But it was interesting to me, the, when I squished him, you know, his legs just kept going. He's dead, but the legs are going. That's just freaky, right? And, and uh, I, went, I went and tried to find a, one of those mechanical hand things. You know, it's Halloween. I figured somebody's selling those. But I, I couldn't find one. But a hand all by itself, isn't that awkward? Hands work best when they're attached to the body, Amen. right? It's got function. It's got reason for being. In in First uh, Corinthians chapter twelve, and I'm I'm closing real quick here. <laughs> I am. I promise. Because we got things to do. we got people to reach today. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12. The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews, some are Gentiles, some are slaves, some are free. We all have been baptized into one body by one spirit. We all share the same spirit. Yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says, I'm not a part of the body because I'm not a hand, that doesn't make it any less a part of the body. If the ear says, I'm not a part of the body because I'm not an eye, would that make it any less a part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if your whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? But our bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where he wants it. God has placed you where you are. Stay there start to function the way he wants you to function how strange a body would be if it had only one part awkward one big eyeball right okay yes there are many parts but only one body and the eye can never say to the hand I don't need you the head can't say to the feet I don't need you in fact some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary and the parts, you know, some of the parts of the body here that, that are functioning in the background, they're the most necessary. Nobody, nobody pats them on the back and says, keep going, keep going, heart. You're doing a good job. Keep pumping that blood. Come on, spleen. What's the spleen do? I don't know. But if you're a spleen, be a good spleen, Okay. Apparently, we need you. If you're a gallbladder, go for it. Make that bile. Right? Gallbladders make bile? I don't know. I don't know. The parts we regard as less honorable are those we clothe with greatest care, so we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen, while the more honorable parts do not require this special care. So God has put the body together such that extra honor and care are given to those parts that have less dignity. This makes for harmony among the members so that all the members care for each other. If one part suffers, guess what? All the parts suffer with it. You ever stub your toe? Anybody else have ingrown toenails? I, I used to hear about ingrown toenails. I'm like, that can't be that bad. Oh, baby, ah, you, you can't function. And it's just a little bitty thing. And i, I got to get my little surgery things in there and nip it out and get it out of there. I'm like, how can that little bitty thing bring such pain? Because when one little part of the body is hurting, it affects everything. And so we need each other. And then he says, and if one part is honored, all the parts are glad. Everybody's going, whoa, yes! Everybody's cheering one another on because we're all part of the body. Verse 27, all of you together, all of you together are Christ's body. And each of you is a part of it function happens through connection when we're connected one to another we can function properly and I don't have time to go on but uh, I'm just here to encourage us today that God's doing some incredible things and he wants us to stick together in all of this and to function like he's designed us to and maybe the enemy's trying to convince you to separate yourself or keep going down the wrong path. Know this, God wants to keep you in the fold so that you can stay warm and hot and safe, strong, fresh, able to be used. And when somebody takes a bite of your fry You're going to go, whoa, wow, that's good. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And people are tasting of us to get to him. And may we be that goodness that they need that leads them to Jesus. Stand with me. Would you just just take the hand of the person next to you and let's pray one for another today. Go ahead and pray for that one on your right and left, that God would spark a fire in them. He would keep them hot. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for these who I'm a part of. These in this family, this body that you've connected me with. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you have plans for them. You have plans to prosper them, to bless them. Plans for a hope and a future. You have plans, Lord. That are beyond their plans. And Lord, I pray today that you would spark plans. That together, together, Lord, we would do what you've asked us to do. We would rise up to a new level. That we would be the body of Christ that you called us to be. That we would be the family of God that you designed us to be. Lord, that we wouldn't take a step back, that we would take steps forward together. Lord, I thank you that you're uniting us. You're placing your Holy Spirit in us. You're igniting a fire. I pray blessings and favor on these, my family members, these members of the body of Christ. I pray blessing and favor on them. May you bless them as they come in and as they go out. May the favor of your presence surround them like a shield. Lord, I pray that your favor would be established in them. That you would establish the work of their hands for them. That's what your word declares. You will establish the work of our hands for us. That's your favor. We rest in your favor today, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, God Almighty, that you're doing exceeding abundantly above all we could ever ask or think according to the power that is at work within us. That resurrection power, that transformation power, it's flowing in us, Lord. And we just, we just get ourselves near you. We, we want to be near you, Lord. We want to be near you. We want to be in your package. We want to be near you, Lord. So that that flame, that fire, just burns consistently. Lord, thank you for surrounding us with people who care. Thank you for surrounding us with people who are pouring into us. Thank you for surrounding us with people who are praying for us. Thank you for surrounding us with people who are confessing and praying and believing and seeing us find freedom. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the body of Christ. Thank you, Lord, that your power, your blood flows through your body. Thank you, Lord, that that miracles take place in your body. Hallelujah. Awesome, almighty God. We praise you today. Thank you for all you're doing. You're a wonderful God. And we align ourselves with you once again. We align ourselves with you. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's just lift our hands toward heaven today and praise Him, praise Him, praise Him. Oh, you're worthy, Lord. You're worthy, Lord. We magnify your name. Jesus Christ, Almighty One, you alone are worthy, Lord. Hallelujah. for a minute, give the person next to you the privacy of this moment because look, the reality is none of this works unless you've got a relationship with God and everything's right between you and your Heavenly Father if that's not right today, I just want to give you an opportunity to make that right make sure everything's clear between you and God if you want to make sure that's, that's going on, that, that Jesus Christ is your Lord and that you're clear between you and your heavenly Father, I want you to just slip up a hand. We're going to pray together. Yeah. Anybody else? We'll make things right with God today. I don't want anything to get between me and God. Yeah. Anyone else? Let's all pray this together. Lord Jesus, I thank you for who you are, King of kings and Lord of lords and I declare that you are the Lord of my life I give myself to you today God make things right in my life with you forgive me wash me make me brand new like your word says you do and I rejoice as I walk with you and I walk with your family in the body of Christ, I love you, Lord. And I declare my freedom today in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.